Mammoth Gamescast for the week of June 3rd. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. It has been a long day already. <laughs> it has been a long day already. Oh, good times, Jesus. though. Good times. Uh, so, um, why don't we just jump right into it, and what's been going on with you? Yeah, I've actually been playing a lot. Um, so, obviously, I've still been putting in mad hours into uh, Total War Three Kingdoms. Um, I have not been able to double my time yet, unfortunately, because I did not have a nice long, uh, you know, multi-day weekend to build up to. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, uh, so let's see, where was I? Uh, I I played through one, like the recommended easy mode starter tutorial campaign. I called it quits on my own terms because I'm a, I don't fucking take no guff from anybody. And then uh, my second playthrough, I immediately started taking Guff, so I went ahead and started a third playthrough. Um, so I, I think I found a character that I really like the style. Uh, the, the I don't know, the differences that we're talking about uh, in this game, I kind of talked about it in comparison to um, uh, Warhammer. Um, huh. In this game, the, the differences between the groups are basically, they get like an additional like currency, sort of, that affects their play style. So, you know, your troops already have, like, in combat, your troops have morale, they have, um, you know, cohesion, they have weaknesses to, like, you know, some people are weak to arrows, some people are weak to, you know, whatever, um, horses or whatever. So, um, it just adds an additional, like, in this game, it's not like Warhammer, uh, in in, uh, Three Kingdoms, everybody needs food, everybody needs money to pay for their troops, all armies have upkeep. You have to, you know, pay monthly to keep the army supplied. They have military supplies that they carry around, so you can only be wandering around em- uh, enemy territory for so long until you start running low on like, basically supplies like yeah, food yeah. like food supplies, toilet paper. You know how it be. So yeah. you um, don't have your troops out here wiping with leaves. Morale will go way down. Yeah, you, that that doesn't help. I can tell you that unless it's yeah. marijuana leaves, maybe I don't know. Yeah. But um, so. Basically, um, the the first character I played as, Sao Tso, uh, who was like the historical like winner of this period, and that's why he's the easy recommended mode. Um, right. He had an ability to uh, kind of like alter groups' opinions of each other, so he could just kind of influence other people, uh, and that built up. Okay. Uh, that just got a flat bonus at all times, and then it would you'd get bigger bonuses if you had good diplomatic standing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the second character I played as, uh, Lu Bei, had Unity, which would allow him to kind of, rather than going on a big, uh, like, massive, like, bender to eliminate his enemies or whatever, he could just kind of force people to submit their kingdom to him by causing, like, a peasant uprising in the city, which is pretty cool. Um, so it would just, I mean, it, that's all obfuscated. In-game, all you see is, uh, the city just becomes your city, right? Yeah. Um... And then there's an additional, uh, like, the the character I'm playing now, I'm playing as uh, the second place runner-up, basically, in, um, the you know, in history, um, Sun Jian, who was known as the Lion of the South, which is pretty cool. Uh, he's, like, very warlike, so his, uh, I guess his main, uh, his, his, like, extra currency thing is, like, uh, like, battle fervor, or I forget exactly what it's called, like, courage or something like that. Uh, you gain okay. that by eliminating enemies. So he's like a very like military expansionist style character. Um, and uh, I've taken over almost the entire South 
with him and like part of central China as well. So I have like a massive empire at this point. I'm in a really good coalition. Um, as always, I'm, I'm having a really great time with um, just kind of checking out, you know, how different groups roll. I think this guy has a really good starting location and it, it's kind of, he's designed to like quickly expand. And then uh, the, the problem is that historically uh, the North unified and then turned against the South to complete the like new empire basically. And uh, so he builds up really big, but he has fewer allies, but I'm all right with that. Cause this dude also has like five sons that are all like war masterminds, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I've been having a really good time with that continuing. I mean, I still am recommending it to everybody I can basically. Um, and the other thing I've been playing, which I just barely got to sort of dip my toes into last night, but it's pretty cool. Uh, the Outer Wilds. Um, this is actually a game I believe we missed the uh, release of this last week. That's um, over on uh, Epic Games, right? Yeah, it's on the Epic Games Store exclusively and right. uh, Windows Game or um, Xbox Game Pass. Hmm. Hmm. So I've been playing it on Xbox for free. There's a great Game Pass benefit, right? We have um, another story about Game Pass later on. Yeah, that's why I accidentally had that flub, so spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a, it's like a exploration game. Um, you're kind of learning about, like you play as an alien species and you're sort of um, just kind of scoping out this one solar system that your people are from. Like you, you have not mastered interstellar travel. You're only in your own home base, sort of. So yeah, um, it's limited. There's like five or six. Well, the 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 first planet closest to the sun is actually two planets that orbit each other. Um, and there, your people kind of know about this already. You're not the first uh, astronaut, so mm-hmm. you're sort of deciphering some of the relics left behind by this other alien species that had been through like ten or fifteen thousand years ago, and you really don't know a lot about them. So you have like this translator device that you're using, as well as the planets are really small, so you get the really cool little, um, you know, the the global effects, I guess, of seeing things, like seeing how gravity affects your ship. Um, yeah. When you're in your spacesuit, there's a lot of really funny, quirky little things. This started out as a student game project. Huh. And it's been in the works for a really long time. When I was at a full sale, so I guess this is 2014, 2015, something like that. Um, there was somebody playing, they had kickstart, like helped to kickstart it, and they were playing the alpha back then. And this just came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I believe it came out on the 31st of May. So yeah. um, It takes a minute. Yeah, it took a really long time. It was a small team, and they just kept adding to it, which I think is a common, like, you know, classic mistake. But I think in this case... Um, ended up giving them certainly not AAA, but a much higher quality and a much more feature full game than they would have had what you know they originally planned. So yeah, it is dangerous to keep adding to your game, but yeah, that's uh, like, a classic w- mistake. The w- like want to do that, like not being able to see the actual scope mm-hmm. is is I think that's the mistake. Being able to add to the game, I think, is good, right? And it, and, and it's important because you want to add. Like, I, I, I always like the idea of when you're setting up for your game, and even while you're kind of making the game, it's like, all this is playing out well, mm-hmm. but this feature might not fit well, but right. we did talk about adding this feature. So, what, what do you want to check that out? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think that can help. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. The you know feature creep scope creep's always going to be there, but as long as you still have the ability to like kill your darlings, like they say, um, I think you're usually yeah. going to end up pretty well. Um, yeah, and, and they, it's got like it's, they did a good job at that. Yeah, it's got a really good attitude. I think with the game, it's not like super serious. Um, it's very kind of laid back. It's kind of a little hipstery. So you know, I love it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool little. I mean, it's. I think this is the natural evolution of, um, you know, what we normally see as like the walking sim. Um, yeah. This one has a little bit more going on. It's it's more of a platformer, but it's not quite on the level with some of the really challenging stuff that's out there. You know. Yeah, the characters like we haven't we didn't see too many of the characters. Yeah, everybody pretty much looks the same. They're all that well, kind of four-eyed off, alien species. Yeah, they showed off that one with like kind of the floppy ears, and I'm like, that's cool. I like that. They showed yep. off another character who looked like a big guy in a uh, spacesuit. Big, big daddy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what um, they all. That's what they. He's still one of the same aliens. Um, okay. And then there's these kind of like furry lion dudes with antlers that wrote the spiral language stuff. That's the like precursors or whatever. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you see a physical one of those in the game. Probably not. But they they've got some cool stuff going on still. I thought during one of the like during the trailer we saw, I like walked into a room and it looked like there was a dead dude. Laying on the floor. Hell yeah, that happens. Maybe. Yeah, there's the statue. That's what one of them looked like right there. The, <coughs> the furry yeah. face and the antlers and three eyes. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. There's some bones on the floor. Okay, that's cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Got him. Here it is. Oh, and it does have like little antlers. So it's. Mm-hmm. It's one of them. Okay, see, that's cool. You see parts of one of them. <laughs> Sorry. Bits and pieces. All right, baby. Bro. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, how long do you expect this one to even be? Oh boy! I mean, I mean it's I'm pretty bad long. at it, so <laughs> it's probably going to be pretty long. Uh, I'm like I'm still trying to get the controls down. Like it is very easy to just accidentally launch yourself off a cliff and never be seen again. Uh, I flew into the <laughs> sun once. That was a mistake. Okay. Any cool um, effects, or was it just like? Well, you just cease to exist. Okay. <laughs> There's probably I, I would imagine... be a cool effects if you lived a little longer. Yeah. Don't know. Nice. Uh, I also wasn't looking at the sun when I went in, so I didn't realize I was flying into it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Good times. Yeah. All right. So you'll probably be playing this across this next week as well? Yeah, I doubt I'll finish this one because this seems like something that eventually you just don't play and you think you're going to play the next day and you don't. You just never come back to it. Yeah. Um, I definitely sense that happening, but it's really cool. I like it a lot and I'm playing it for free, so can't do yeah. much better than that. Man, the effects of the black holes... Really Real good. Cool. Yeah, the weather the, effects are really cool. Yeah, the um, yeah, like a lot the of cool hurricanes stuff on the water. Yeah. Real cool. Yeah. So definitely good work to these guys. Oh, yeah. Especially considering the uh, what I know of the team. I mean, there could be details I don't know, but very cool. Yeah, definitely. And then also, of course, last week, to kind of kick off into some of your stuff, because we did this together, um, yeah. we uh, started playing Borderlands. We got, what, like five six hours into it something like that yeah we had a pretty good yeah we got good run i think like a, a four hour stream yeah all together um but we talked a little bit before that too mm-hmm. um yeah i mean we did a little bit of everything to be honest we each chose our class um you know i i, I ended up uh mordecai pasty ended up uh brick you ended up lilith and grim ended up uh roland yeah, um, I like Lilith a lot. 
Yeah, she's cool. Uh, I probably would have chose her anyways. I, I do like the like turret class. I usually play that a lot in games. So I might have yeah. picked... Uh, who's that? Um, Roland. Roland, but... Yeah, I think Lilith's pretty cool. I like the kind of like ability to just leave combat for a minute. And yeah, just let things yeah. like cool and off. Cause, yeah, and cause damage, too, while you're yeah. exiting. Yeah, which um, that took me a minute to figure out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. How, how far did we get? We ran through... Um, we, we got everything done pretty much right around that start area. Yeah, we did the three rounds of arena. Um, yeah. We, we kill... Well, we're about to go face off against the one of the early bosses, right? Yeah, it was... Uh, it's not Nine Toes. It's the one after Nine Toes. He yeah. has, like, the metal, uh, the metal mask. Dr. Dick knows. knows. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Shit. Um... The, the the video that we're watching right now, all four of us are trying to uh, trying to get the trophy for uh, killing an enemy by jumping on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Very chaotic. And it was the first one. I got I got it right away. Yeah. Uh, but it was really funny to like I got go it. back and watch yeah. that. I got it after you just by dumb luck. Um, yeah. And then Pasty and Grim were like thirty minutes of trying to lock it. Actually, it, it went a lot quicker than you would think, considering it's one of the hardest ones to get. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, it was just dumb luck. I bounced off Grim's head, yep. and then funny. landed on the on the enemy. Um, Perfect. He's yeah, a great great out. assist. <laughs> That's so That's very yeah, good. it's um that that was a lot of fun. I want I wanted to redo that. I know um, Pasty. He's not uh, he's not uh, available like until next weekend. He yeah, he's about every day until Friday. He's like. He's about as hard to get in a game as I am. <laughs> yeah, so it makes it really hard. But uh, you know, we could uh, um, like just we could do the two of us back in next week, or we could just do two of us. I would like to get through this entire game, though. Yeah, I mean, I've I've never gotten the whole game. I've it's one of those things where like a lot of times, like I know my my uh, my one cousin was super into Borderlands. I think actually both of my cousins liked it a lot, but one in particular, we started the game like five times. And we'd like on different times we were visiting and like we'd play for that whole night or maybe two days and then never get back on. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm the type of person that I like, I have to get the intro because if you just put me in the middle of, you know, it's basically all games are call of duty to me unless I'm getting the whole story. You know what I mean? Sure. So, um, you know, it's an, it's important to me. That's why I really don't do a lot of multiplayer in general because, I really need more of the story. And I know, I think all of you guys have probably, if not played through all of Borderlands, at least done most of it or, you know, played the sequels. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did so, you, wh- where did you land on that? Uh, well, I never played any of the sequel stuff. Oh, you never played the pre I think War II? I, I've played a little bit of two. I think I've played around with different character classes somewhere. Like on a friend that was a little further in the game. I think I, jumped in and just kind of played around to see what I would want to pick on my own playthrough, but that's probably yeah. it. So really not okay. a lot. So I'm, I'm yeah. looking to get through the whole series and get three, maybe not start playing three the day it comes out, but get on it maybe when you guys are doing your second playthrough or something like that. Do you, that uh, all depends how it lines up, I guess. Yeah. I mean, with all the DLCs and everything, it's going to take so long for me to catch up, right? Um, It won't take too long if, you know, if like maybe after the podcast we put in you know a little bit of time mm. maybe on just one that has like maybe just you and i playing or something like yeah. that 
Yeah. Um, and we could, you know, crank through this fairly quick. Um, you've done the beginning a ton of times. I platinum the first game. Uh, I think I may have platinum the second game too. I can't remember. Um, but it's a, um, you know, it's something that we probably should get on if we are going going to, you know, if we want to finish it up before. Yeah, because this this has a ton of content and it's not like you know this we, isn't like dragon age where it takes a million years to get through every piece of content it's it's a lot quicker paced but um you know it's still you, you still have to consider you know just the fact that you have to run from place to place can potentially take a while you know sometimes yeah so, yeah it can um like i said but, they made what four dlc packs for the first one three for the second one yeah like that's that. what i was saying you know it's kind of up in the air on how far you want to take it if mm-hmm. you want to play all the dlcs um pr- i mean i've heard the dlcs are really really good they are yeah so i probably are. would want to but i don't we'll have to see how it's going when we get there i guess yeah like um, i definitely i never want to do any kind of like challenge rooms i'm not into that i don't want to do like those, coliseum so. i don't want to do that's like ned's island right uh i don't think ned's island. i think it might have a spot of that in it but ned's island does have a story Okay, so uh, yeah, we can skip those ones, and you'll know already. So you got into those probably as they were coming out originally. So yeah, yeah. Um, but the one that I don't know a ton, a ton about is the pre sequel. Pre sequel. Yeah, I- I've went through most of it, but I didn't, I didn't beat the whole thing because okay. I hated all of the characters. <laughs> um, so maybe we should do that one before too. So I, I mean, I'm what I'm really hoping is with that one that I can be happy with it while playing it with other people because right, i have yet to right. play it with other people and yeah. that really does make a game it, it does i mean it makes a big difference like um you know there's there's certainly games out there that you don't want to play with certain people like you would not want to go play let's say like divinity or something with somebody that's just like extremely action focused constantly like they like to fuck around a lot like you want yeah, somebody you that sort of knows that. what they're doing <laughs> Yeah, now you won't want to play that with someone who is just in general reckless. Right. You want to play that. You both want to have an idea of what. If you want to be wreckless, you do not want to play with somebody reckless, or you'll be rectumless. Yeah, you will be rectumless for sure. Guaranteed. Um, got, I, I just keep accidentally dropping news that we're going to talk about later. Please take yeah. over. I, I'm not to be trusted. <laughs> but yeah, like looking at um, just how i had fun with this game when it originally came out i did play this with pasty when it originally came out nice. um and yes grim you're completely reckless he was talking specifically about yes <laughs> like we opened a chest while playing this and he just grabbed everything and he's like all oh, that's mine and he ran off it's like and that continued throughout the game it's like oh sorry i just have the instinct to go grab it you know on the first one and we're like yeah yeah that's understandable and, and then, then he, he just, just kept doing it throughout the entire the game <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I played the entirety of the first game with Pasty. Um, really enjoyed it. I played it a second time with one of our other friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun, but that was more of a, okay, I'm focusing, buckling down, I want to platinum this. Right. Um, Less fun. Got, got got that complete. It, it, was, um, it was okay. But getting back and playing this with four people, and, you know, it, it, it's a lot to juggle. It. Uh, and I think you'd agree when you're with multiple people, it can be a little bit exhausting trying to figure yeah. out exactly what's going on. And uh, plus, there's like you know, some minor bugs. What, like apparently, when you're in multiplayer on this game, you occasionally see um, comparisons to. Uh, it'll compare the things in your inventory to other people's stuff. Yes. 
um, which we sort of, I don't know if, if somebody already knew that was the case, but like Grim was like, Hey, I think this is a bug. I don't know if he like noticed it or if he already knew that was there, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but, um, not good either way, but you know, it is a little, uh, you know, it can be a little bit, um, like exhausting to yeah. have all that going on at one time, yeah. but it's still super fun. It's not something that I would be like, no, like mm -hmm. I, I don't want to do that because it's too much. It's, it's definitely worth it and fun. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I can't wait. I want to play more and uh, you know move into the next games in preparation. Mm -hmm. uh, H for uh, thank uh, you Borderlands Three. You're welcome. Um, and you know the class wise, I've pretty much already picked what I or for the for the next games. Yeah, I've pretty much already picked the character that I want for the next game. Um, I have I know, to pick live. If I plan ahead, I hate it every time. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Pasty really wants the the chick who's kind of more like bricks class mm -hmm. it's the girl who has the oh and three arms and yeah she i think she's the yeah. siren um, uh, let me look and i'm pretty nailed down on uh on flack he's the hunter so it's kind of like mordecai where he has the bird it's not a bird though he can control like a spider ant and a few other things mm -hmm. um yeah let's look Okay, I'm looking right now. Moe's as the gunner. When Moe's needs backup, she digi-structs her mech, Iron Bear, for a sucker punch of additional firepower. Amara the Siren, a confident, capable brawler with the ability to summon ethereal fists. That's really dope that she becomes yeah. like... She goes like full booty dharma and just punches a bitch. Yeah, that's... Um, uh, yeah, Flack is the beast master, lives for the hunt, so do loyal beasts that follow their master's command. They're prey, unsuspecting bandits. Zane as the operative, specializing in battlefield gadgetry. Zane is extremely proficient at slipping into combat, creating chaos, and sneaking back out. My problem with that is that I always like I like the sneaky guy, but I don't play as like a I don't I don't play very well as like a rogue or a sniper, especially sniper. I'm extremely bad at that. But like yeah. I, I'm always really into that style of character. I'm just not like it's not in my brain to play like that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if you liked rolling and usually like playing that. Uh, yeah, I'll Mose. probably be Moe's, yeah. Yeah. Moe's, the siren's pretty cool, but we got somebody in on that already. I would probably do the beast math. I really like stuff with pets, so. Yeah. Um, I so mean, it'll be fun to play around. Usually how it ends up going for me is the one that I pick originally I end up kind of hating. Yeah, because um, you put so much time into it and you're bad at it. <laughs> yeah, well, it, on paper it looks really good. Right. And I'm like, that's that's going to be for me. Um, so, you know, I look for the first time I sit down and play it and I, you know, get into the to my first character. Um, yeah. I look for me to, you know, just go, well, I thought it was going to be this and it was going to be that. Like, for Borderlands 2, my favorite character wasn't even one of the main freaking characters. I, yeah. I hated Zero. Yeah. Um, I ended up really liking um, the Necromancer. Yep. That's how I knew yeah. you were going to say She's good. So, yeah, she's really cool. I like the anarchy buildup. Yeah. So you just get that without, for, for like, not reloading. So I'm looking um, right now at the uh, pre-sequel characters, and I can see what your beef is. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not good. I mean, yeah. 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 I don't know. Huh. Cool. So, you know, some neat stuff to uh, uh, ponder these next... Uh, well, basically across this next week because we do have E3 coming up and we're going to be seeing more Borderlands. Yeah. Um, so, you know, something to think about and then uh, to digest while we wait for um, 
three after, which is coming out September thirteenth, I believe. Right. Cool. Cool. Um, aside from that, for me, of course, just playing more uh, City of Heroes and uh, villains. Um, I I ended up uh, running into an issue because they had an update, mm-hmm. and the update really screwed me over. <laughs> oh boy. So I uh, I was playing on uh, PC. I also had it on my Mac um, where we were getting, uh, you know, where I would play, uh, you know, some other times randomly. It was like, if, if you played on PC, you could play with someone on Mac, so it didn't really matter on where okay. I played. Yeah. Um, all my characters transferred over because it was server-based. And mm. um, just one day it went to go update and then bombed out. It just... Uh-oh. It, nothing would work. So I ended up getting a hold of one of the guys who, um, uh, like, works on some of oh, the sure. coding for it. Yeah. And he walked me through it for, like, an hour and a half last night. That's awesome. Uh, to get it all set up. And he's like, now you have, like, you have the, like, main edition mm-hmm. of of the game. You have, um, you have this open, you have this uh, open source that they've created with the appropriate manifests. And now... If I want to like switch servers, I just change my manifest and re-download. It's yeah, that's pretty easy. cool. That's pretty cool. Um, but play-wise, I've been having so much fun creating characters again. Um, mm-hmm. Played a little bit with uh, um, with Pasty here and there. Uh, you know, we have our main characters. The newest character that I created um, on stream uh, that people were pretty well into. He's he ended up being a. Uh, a scrapper, so he's like a DPS melee class that mm-hmm. uh, uses um, mate like a mace and uh, okay. willpower. Um, and the willpower just is kind of like a secondary; it kind of gives him um, some like high pain tolerance and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and the character I ended up creating uh, the the mace that he had is a baseball bat. He has a golf bag on his back with a bunch of like shit in it. Like uh, Casey Jones had in the Ninja Turtle movie, mm-hmm. and I created Casey Jones. Okay, so that was pretty fun. Um, you know, people were pretty into that on uh, on stream, and it uh, it worked out. It's a good time. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there. Uh, you know, I started looking into a few other things, um, like City of Titan. Uh, I think it was back in 2014. Was uh, and that's coming off two years after the close, the closure of the servers for the game. Um, they started uh, a company started a Kickstarter for these for City of Titan, which was like its spiritual successor. Mm-hmm. Um, looked really good. Kickstarter got fully funded. Um, fast forward to 2019, they're still talking about it, but in the chat, people are like, "Where the fuck's our game? It was supposed to come out in 2015." Yeah. So that's a thing. Um, you know they, it it has so much promise and they're still updating you know of what they're doing but I keep hearing something about like doing a second kickstarter damn and I'm that's, like that's not good that's not a great start yeah I mean it's understandable because like it's big I mean and kickstarter in general is really not capable of handling like kickstarter is not a place to get all of your funding right kickstarter right, right. is a place to get uh, basically like fan backup on what you're doing yeah so to go to the kickstarter and think that you're going to make a fucking 
indie or even like a double A or like a B grade MMO with like, you know, $2 million is not going to happen. Like, it's just not possible. That shit's way too expensive. Right. So, so it's, it's tough. It, you know, they they, um, they also have a, uh, um, like, what do you call it? A uh, Patreon. That's what mm-hmm. it's for. Yeah, that's, that's um, a better way to do it, probably. They have a Patreon set up where they, you know, make, like, X amount of money uh, a month or whatever. I think it's, like, $800. So, it's... I mean, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, and especially with as far as I've seen the game already, uh, the last update was uh, May 16th of this year. That's pretty good. So, uh, you know, it's it's still rolling out, and um, they're making updates. So they're kind of talking about exactly what it is, um, where you're going. And one of the things I really like, um, so... In City of Heroes and Villains, it was black and white. You're either a hero or a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, In City of Titans, will feature three axis uh, alignment systems. So it'll add some nuance to your choice. Um, so you can be an anti-hero. Yeah. You can be lawful or uh, unlawful, you know, evil or, uh, you know, neutral, right down the middle. Um, they're making some really cool decisions, it sounds like, but it sounds like they're having a really hard time getting it out. Yeah. Um, so something that I'm going to keep an eye on, I, I remember back in uh, like 2014 when we first got the full sale hearing about it, and I was pretty excited. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of just fell off after yeah. after a bit. But, Stuff. yeah, I think, I think I'll keep... You know, I'll keep on this and, uh, you know, probably talk about it a little less here unless something really cool happens. Mm-hmm. But we have a fair amount of people playing already. Um, myself and Pasty, uh, uh, almost Ashley, um, Blonde Bombshell, who's gamed with us a bit as well. Um, uh, Kyle, who joined us for uh, nice. Apocalypse World. Right. Cool. So, yeah. Some pretty cool stuff. But that's about all I've had time for this week. Uh, I work like all week and even this weekend. So. Oof. It's shitty. Um, yep. But I have a full weekend next weekend, so that's something. Nice. Cool. So uh, we'll go ahead and jump in. We have uh, two-thirds of our usual monthly uh, subscription-based stuff. Uh, but before that, if you guys get the chance... Um, head on over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc check all the top news and video game stuff over there get an early look at all the stuff we're talking about uh, on the podcast there first you can chat with us and all that jazz we appreciate that as well follow us on twitter at uh, mammoth games inc so you know when we go live um, and I'm continuing to still be active pretty active over there uh, posting some things that you won't see uh on our Facebook. So, check us out in both places. Why don't we go ahead and kick off with uh, Games with Gold? Alright, so, um, we actually got our announcements of the free games on time this time. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. Um, so yeah, Games with Gold, I think coming out about as weak as humanly possible. Um, from So of course we have uh, two Xbox One games and two backwards compatible 360 games. Uh, from June 1st to the 31st, this is available now. NHL 19, 
If you're a sports fan, that's pretty good. That's this is bad. only, what, a couple months old, six, seven months old? Um, relatively recent. Yeah. Get prepped for the next year. Um, from June 16th to July 15th, uh, the Rivals of Aether game, which is kind of a... Appears to be like a very extremely anime, um, you know, deep story mode. There's testing your stuff against uh, other players online. It's like a tactics game. Um, not a lot to say about that. I didn't. I don't really know a lot about it. Uh, this is a good one. 360, June 1st to the 15th. Uh, Portal still alive. The 360 port of uh, Portal. So it has some yeah. extra missions included. Um, that's a good game. Everybody yeah. should probably have played Portal once. So it's a good opportunity. Um, and then uh, also on the 360 backwards compatible, June 16th to 30th, uh, Earth Defense Force 2017. So a lot more recent. I cannot believe Earth Defense Force 2017 was on the 360. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's an Earth Defense Force game. You know what's up. So not bad, but I don't love it. And it's not really, I mean, it's, if you're into other stuff, it's a lot better of a deal. Like, if you're into sports games, this is a good month, but I'm not. So, yeah. really just Portal, and I'll download Earth Defense Force, but I'll probably never play it. Yeah, e- EDF is fun. It is. it is. It's kind of goes back to what, we were, what I was saying about Borderlands. It really depends on who you play it with on if it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played it with our old boy Rob back in the day. Um, Hans Solo. <laughs> Great name. Great name. That was so good. I was so Very glad good name, yeah. that we made that happen for him. Because he was originally like, he had like a different terrible name. Oh boy. And yeah, Han Solo is the one. That's that's what we needed. Um, but yeah, like that really made uh, EDF fun for the, you know, like three weeks that we played it. It wasn't very long, but um, I, I saw why people liked it, for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not too bad if you're into like even if you're open minded about sports games, which uh, you know I am. If I if, if they handed it to me for free, I would play NHL 19. Mm-hmm. I love turning off all of the penalties and just beating the shit out of people. You can do that. And that's yeah. Fine. Um. Uh. But yeah, everyone should definitely own Portal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not a not a terrible lineup. I don't yeah. know about that uh, that other game in there, Rivals of No uh, Aether. I don't know. Yep. Womp womp. PlayStation Plus is pretty good this month, though. PlayStation Plus is really good if you don't already have these games. <laughs> right. Um, so PlayStation Plus for June uh, 2019 kicks off with Borderlands The Handsome Collection, mm-hmm. uh, which is Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel, which is very much enticing you to spend 20 bucks on uh, the re-release of Borderlands 1, so you have the whole ensemble. Right. Um, very smart. Smart move, too. They Everything was super smart. They're like, we're going to have Borderlands 3 in September. We just released this one. Let's drop that price by 10 bucks. Let's give up the handsome collection for free yeah. and make bank. And that's exactly what they're doing, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, what, they missed out on from you was what maybe like no they didn't lose out on anything you were gonna buy it used right yeah they didn't so lose out on anything from me they, so. th- yeah nothing at all um so that's uh you know that's something um which hopefully will make you more interested in picking up borderlands 3 uh like right away mm-hmm. um 
And we have a little bit more Borderlands information uh, a little bit later on, so that's something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I do recommend uh, these two games, Borderlands 2, more than pre-sequel, and it mm-hmm. all comes down to characters. Um, and the other game that you can pick up is Sonic Mania. Um, it was uh, the 2017 uh, style, which was uh, kind of like uh, a throwback to the you know classic 2D side-scrolling Sonic games. Um, it, it played, I, I believe, it was just like the like original Sonic, and then there was a bunch of like extra stuff that was kind of peppered in. Mm-hmm. Um, check out the trailer here. Yeah, here we go. Um, it says new 2D adventure, but it is a lot of the same levels. Yeah, this was the um, one that was made by the uh, the like fan creators in uh, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um, relatively new. I remember talking about the release of this. Yeah, pretty good. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I I remember seeing a little more recently the uh, like they were showing off. Uh, it's probably been about a year now, but it was a 3D version of Sonic in Unreal mm-hmm. Engine that looked really good. I don't know if you ever remember seeing that. Um, yeah, see I don't I find it. No, maybe. I'm not a big Sonic fan. I'm not a big Sega fan, to be honest. I was a pretty big Sega fan. Um, that's not it. Yeah, it might be one of these things that you have to, like, I would have to, like, look look through. Yeah, this definitely isn't it. That's terrible. Um, but it was a, uh, like, it was a serious project that someone worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it looked it, it looked good. It was just, you know, the camera was that third, um, like, that third person. And yeah. uh, it was the first level, but there was a point A, and you were exiting at a point B, mm-hmm. and that was that was it, you know. So you, you could take whatever path you wanted to get from point A to point B mm-hmm. um, to get different like things. And all the levels looked uh, well. The main level they were showing off was that uh, that green zone, like the level one in Sonic. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. It, it looked it looked really cool, but um, never heard anything uh, anything more about it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, but cool. Those are the two. Uh, it does seem pretty lonely, uh, as we were used to talking about four, um, six, or six, yeah, yeah, um, and any extras that happen to pop up. Um, so if you guys are listening to this live on uh, on the stream, you can go still pick up um, what remains of Edith Fitch as well as Overcooked. Uh, for the next like day um, as or no Monday you'll be able to pick yeah it'll come out Tuesday so you guys will even even if you're listening to the podcast day one you'll be able to still go pick up um, May's games before June uh, June's games come out so mm-hmm. definitely go do that yeah all right uh, so with uh, that out of the way why don't we jump into the games releasing? Uh, these uh, games are coming out from June 3rd to June 9th, uh, which is crossing right into the beginning of E3. Uh, right. On June 9th, I believe. Yep. Um, 
So we don't have too much, uh, and all of these games are actually coming out on Tuesday, the 4th, as most games do come out on Tuesday. Um, the first one is the expansion for Elder Scroll Online for PS4, Xbox One, and PC from Bethesda. Uh, uh, the Elsewhere um, expansion. Um, which, the trailer is so freaking good. And every time I see one, I'm like, I'm interested in going back. But then I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Hmm. I played for a long time, and yeah. we, you know we did pretty well with this. Um, I think I had one of my most successful uh, Twitch streams with uh, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. um, and even in chat, Grim. That's where he came in to the old picture from, because he yeah. came into my stream. Yeah. Um. So damn, they know how to market this shit too, don't they? Bethesda's marketing is, like, off the charts. Like, they're... Just, like, the CG trailers and everything is so good. Oh, yeah. It is, like... Um, it, it's up there with, like, Blizzard. It's yeah. real good. Yeah, they're getting really close to Blizzard loves. Very so, uh, if, if you haven't seen that um, cine- cinematic uh, announcement trailer for, for this expansion, go check it out, because it's something to behold. It's... Because she looks amazing... Um, all the effects yeah. are super good. I understand and, why people are furries now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I can't even remember what is exactly happening. Um, let, let's see. Let's see what exactly is uh going down. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there there are uh, dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this one says city is getting butt fucked. Uh, ESO reaches new storytelling heights with an epic tale told across a chapter and three DLC game packs. Alright. Oh, yeah, and then this. Um, master the control over life and death with the character class that channels the undead with necromancy. That's almost enough for me to go check that out. I'm a big fan of... Uh, big old fan of necromancy. Mm. Um, Hell yeah. That's pretty badass. Uh, but it, it really comes down to in-game. Their in-game didn't pull me in the way that... Uh-huh. Uh, the way that it should. Um it just has it was just kind of poor where it's like go play the game again the mm. exact same way but for a different faction yeah. and then it's like okay you can play against other like the other two factions the one that you're not a part of currently and like there's no allegiance it's not like uh like pokemon go where it's like you belong to uh instinct or you belong to you know mystic at the end of the game, they're like, okay, why don't you go ahead and switch factions? Mm. I'm like, nah, dog. That doesn't work for me, dog. Nah, dog. So, Interesting. yeah. Uh, some good stuff. You're uh, uh, actually checking out uh, elsewhere, which is really, really cool. So, I, I don't think that's somewhere that we've really uh, been before. Kind of sandy and desert like 
Cool. Um, so, the second game coming out that day, which is definitely a lot less interesting. Yeah. Uh, Persona Q2, the new cinematic labyrinth for 3DS. Yeah, I'm not from- even sure, like, what this game is. I mean, you always it- say why, you know? Like, yeah, I don't, like, who's this marketed to? Who wants this? Um, it seems like it's just extremely story heavy, and by story, I mean, like, anime cutscene. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know what gameplay looks like. I've I've tried to look for it, and it's hard to find. So, um, I don't know. I mean, if you really want, this is a I guess it's a direct sequel, right? To, um, Persona Five. Is it? I mean, yeah. I recognize him, but uh, yeah. let me look. Um, it's really hard to get details on this because it's it's such a like Japanese thing. It's very like chibi and yeah. it's like basically the art that they could do for the 3ds right right whatever they could get away with on the 3ds yeah so, the last uh yeah i mean it's it's got this uh you know similar combat and everything it's just not to the same graphical and technical standards that we're used to a thought-provoking story from the protagonist as you meet uh characters from persona 3 and in the investigation team from persona 4 so it's just a fan service mashup yeah Nothing special here. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That doesn't make sense because I did see... I, I guess I don't know enough about I'd rather play the dancing game than this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would go with no thank you. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'd rather no uninstall you. my fucking consciousness. <laughs> I would rather, yeah. Just grab C and hit delete. Uh, okay, so something I actually want to see. Um, Grim, pay attention to this one. Something coming out the same day. Uh, so this is what Tuesday the 4th of June uh, Warhammer yeah. Chaos Bane this is basically a fantasy Warhammer um, Diablo right and in fact yeah. it looks extremely Diablo like from uh, this is a gameplay trailer from the uh, developer which is Big Ben Interactive I imagine they are most likely British I didn't listen to the audio on it but uh, you know Big Ben Interactive yeah. Um, so yeah this they're essentially showing off like a sewery type dungeony area. You got the orbs, um, you know, the facing buttons on all of the uh, abilities and everything. It looks extremely Diablo, and it looks like they're like, "Hey, remember when you were super pumped for Diablo in fucking two thousand eight or whatever? <laughs> like this is that, but more. And also, it's um, Warhammer, which is already very similar to Diablo in like the." sort of maturity level i guess like it, it's dark grim um you know kind of um like edgelord like it's very into like metal um yeah, yeah i mean I, i've i've looked into it I, i've been really big on the warhammer games that have been coming out lately so uh, they haven't been there's, good. there's like uh this is sort of it's in between uh yeah, I mean, I guess it's really Diablo. Like, you have predefined characters. Um, you sort of... You get to change their build in, you know, as you play and their equipment and stuff. But the the characters are all predetermined. You know, they're all they're all built into the game. Um, they're showing, like, a tank-type character, obviously. Um, yeah. Later, they yeah. bring in, like, a mage. So, um, yeah, it's nice. looking really good. I'm super interested in it. There's going to be a season pass, of course. So, I imagine probably additional characters and new zones and things. So, um, ha, so you get to pick your 
what race and class or is it kind of combined it, it's it's a pre-made character so the character okay. is already a specific race and class uh this guy's like a high elf wizard and the enemies range or is are you pretty much just taking out the yeah there's a there's gonna be a it's it's gonna be very uh, diablo in that way where there's like a large zone where you're mostly facing particular enemies and then um you know you'll go to a new zone where there's new types of enemies um, very Diablo. I would say this is basically Diablo. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool. The fire uh, hurricane's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I really cool. like the the mage because that was one issue with Diablo was that characters all played really similarly. Uh huh. And this mage, it seems like he kind of plants and starts like firing off abilities, and he's kind of like in danger because he is in a zone where, like, he has to stand still, and enemies like mob him. So, yeah. uh, it seems like the characters are going to be a little bit more unique than maybe we saw in, like, uh, Diablo, where they... I mean, regardless of what character you're playing, they kind of all behave similarly. Yeah. Which is, like, run around, smash everybody. You know, this this looks like to be a lot of fun, so... Yeah, I, I, I do like that, you know, like, you gotta stop yourself, the, the mage plants. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, warrior gets out there and he attacks, he has a few other things. It'd be cool to see, you know, what else that they're offering. Mm -hmm. Um... So yeah, I mean we're looking at this Tuesday. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure we'll hear a bit about it. Of course, we have yeah. uh, we have Grim over here. He's already definitely picking it up. I think yeah, I'm, you're I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be playing it too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll definitely have some info about this. Like I'm interested for sure. Um, I, I'm always into a good uh, Diablo type. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's it, it's on my radar. We'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, as well. But cool. Um, that's pretty much what we got for this week. Um, we didn't have too, too much just because it was, uh, you know, we're looming right now mm -hmm. over E3. Um, I think gamers' mouths are watering for what's coming up, not what's coming out right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure we'll get some news uh, across this next uh you know across this next week of things that are leaking then we'll get that final like definite news in the week after um about what's coming out and uh, you know I'm, I'm hoping to see um some surprise things coming out in the next month or so uh you know just some of those games that are not like not forgotten by any means but it's just like we didn't know the date and then they just hit us with the date mm -hmm. yeah so you know um, so if there is anything that we missed, uh, feel free to let us know uh, over on uh, Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll just drop it into next week's show. Which next and week's show is our 100th, 100th episode. Yeah, yeah, 100th episode. All right, um, so I can, I can give you the four uh, classes in the base game of uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane here. You've got oh, cool. the Imperial Soldier, which we saw. The High mm -hmm. Elf Mage, which we saw. The Slayer, which is like the Dwarf Barbarian. Sure. And a Wood Elf Scout. That sounds like you. Yeah, that does sound like me. So, sounds pretty good. And cool. I'm, I'm sure yeah, the uh, they I'm haven't sure announced the DLC, but I mean, they've announced the season pass, so. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm sure they'll expand on that and they'll have some other, yeah. <clears throat> some other cool things to enjoy. Yup. <clears throat> Good times. Um, so let's get into the weekly news. We'll just jump right in with Borderlands. 
Mm. Uh, we've been talking a decent amount about Borderlands this uh, this stream since we've been playing it. Um, you know, we're pretty excited for it. Well, there is a rumor that Borderlands 2 could be getting a DLC ahead of Borderlands 3's release. Um, if that indeed happens, that might be the longest uh, wait on a DLC in, on consoles for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, if not if not on consoles, like, ever. I can't think of anything that waited longer. Uh, uh, yeah, other than, like, roster updates or things like that. Yeah, I don't... I yeah, don't like a else. full DLC to explain a story piece. Right. I don't... Yeah, I, I can't think of one. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, we do get things like, uh, like updates for games that are still, like, love that are big. But... Yeah. Um, so the rumor is uh, reporting from PlayStation Lifestyle, uh, an anonymous source says that they're set to release the DLC for Borderlands Two, titer, uh, titled "Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary." Uh, according to the source, the DLC will launch the week of E3, so between June 10th and 14th, and uh, it'll launch on every platform the game is available on, including uh, PS3, 4. Uh, VR, Xbox 360, Xbox One, P- and uh, PC. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so Lilith is in the Borderlands 3 trailer. Um, acts, she's going to act as the bridge between the stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of expected. I don't really remember... Uh, too much. I believe Sanctuary. I believe the bridge between the two games. I think would probably be the Telltale Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Tales from the Borderlands. Um, because that has a lot. Like if you played that whole thing, you kind of have an idea of what uh, like of what I'm getting at here on, uh, especially when it comes to Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know that's. That's something. Uh, but again, it is just a rumor. It, but it would be cool to see that happen, just to get people like refamiliar with the game, um, uh, the game story on where we are so far, rather than at the beginning of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you want to hear a tale? Which you know they will do, but you know, pretty, uh, pretty cool little bit if that indeed goes down. All right, let's get into more rumors, I think. For sure. So um, apparently the E3 Coliseum, which is like a, uh, it's like a show floor at E3 for like talks, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. That has been leaking a lot. (laughs) Because they have to kind of describe the event ahead of time so that people know if they want to go or not. Um, and what we've heard this time is that there is probably a new Darksiders game in the works, which is pretty impressive considering Darksiders 3 basically got shit all over. Yeah. Um, shit all, all over. Yeah. So yeah, They um, held it down and they just shit right on it. Yeah, basically um, what they leaked is that um, it's a discussion about the inception of the Darksiders universe and where it's headed next. The panel will coincide with the E3 2019 unveil of a brand new Darksiders game that takes the franchise in a fresh direction. This is a panel discussion about the art and business of creating and maintaining an action-adventure franchise rich in-game and corporate lore. So I don't know what they mean by corporate lore, but there's some evidence to suggest that 
Airship Syndicate, which includes a lot of the people that worked on the original Darksiders. Uh Um, After THQ went down, they had a real problem selling the Darksiders license. And a lot of the guys, including uh, Joe Madera, that, uh, you know, created the original Darksiders concept, they went off and did their own thing, and they created that game. um, Let's see, what was it? It was a... Ball bag two. You just line them up and da, 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 da. battle chasers night war. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. So, um, still kept the art style. That game was a lot more simple. And then a lot of major complaints about Darksiders three was that it was really simple compared to the previous games. So, um, if they're teaming back up, then that would, you know, reasonably you could say that that's doubling their resources. So that should be good. Um. Yeah, and we'll have to. I mean, we'll have to see. This is just a rumor for now, but it's pretty believable. So, so I, I'm thinking that they're going to be leaving the idea of the four horsemen behind if they are doing something fresh. I don't know. I mean, um, we'll have to see what they're doing. I mean, I what they wanted to do was have a four player co op four horsemen thing. <clears throat> yeah, I doubt they're capable of that quite yet. But I, I don't. I, I can't imagine they're capable of much after. Yeah. Ah, that's pretty poor. Yep. So, something... What was that? Hard to say. Yeah. You never know. I mean, sometimes, especially companies like, uh, you know, Sony's good about it, and typically, um, um, you know, the uh, THQ's good about it, that they'll just throw money at a project that they want to see, even if they don't think they're going to make a lot back on it. Right. We'll just see where it goes. Well, why don't we toss this one in there, too, because I do see the link here. Yeah. Um, that's not what I clicked on at all. Uh, well, you never know what's going to come up. You, obviously, uh, <laughs> clicking on Square Enix uh, Avengers title coming out leads me right to crossplay. Perfect. Warfare. That's the one. That's exactly what I was talking that's about when I said what, Avengers. Yeah, that's what I was clicking on. Whoops. Um, maybe I can get to it real quick by just clicking on their site. And... Mm. No, this isn't looking good, boys. No. Never is looking good. Okay. I can't believe this. I'm offended right now. This is oh offensive. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, Game Informer's site still has some fixing to do. Yeah, it has, has a little bit. Um, They've come a long way. Yeah, that's close to what I was looking for. The Crystal Dynamics uh, event. Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That is it. Well, the the image does it wouldn't be from that game. That image is no. from the Switch game that's coming up. Yes, it is. Cold-blooded. It's all fucked. Um, But the uh, Square Enix uh, Avengers title, I believe it's just titled The Avengers, Mm -hmm. um, was leaked by the exact same E3 Coliseum um, panel. Uh, As well, we have uh, the other Avengers game. That one's coming out from... uh, Who is making that? The one for the Switch? Uh, was it Ninja Theory? That's not right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order. Uh, by Nintendo and Koei Tecmo, Team Ninja. Team Ninja, yeah. Yep. Huh. Good call. Uh, so that one's coming up too. We'll have that one just after E3. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, rock hard some would say for this mm-hmm. title um it, it's it's looking really fucking good so yeah if you haven't actually seen uh 
Ultimate Alliance 3 Black Order. Go check that out in preparation H for uh, uh, Square Enix's the, the Marvel. Did you, say, did you say H? He did say H, folks. He done said it. All right, so something that I am pretty excited about. Uh, more talk, pardon me, about Game Pass coming to PC. Yeah. Um, so, finally got some beats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the biggest problem with Game Pass for me is I don't own an Xbox. Mm-hmm. Without owning an Xbox, if you want Game Pass and you want to take advantage of that, your uh, only other option is owning it on PC. And on PC, there are a fair amount of... Uh, yeah, there's a fair amount of games that you can get for Game Pass on PC. Um, but the big ones that you're going to be really interested in, uh, or even those like side games that you're like your friends are playing that you want to play... Mm-hmm. Um, you uh you can't um but it looks like uh they're going to be doing a little more talking about this here uh at the xbox e3 presentation um Mm. so you know i I have played uh on pc with friends that are playing on uh xbox and that's really good and basically i just want to see more of that I, i want to give them the money i want to give them uh you know like that 10 bucks a month to do uh you know, so I can have Game Pass. Just on Windows 10. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know exactly what uh, they're planning on doing, but if they just plan on bringing more games to uh, PC, mm-hmm. then, like, even if it's not every game, if it's, like, 85% of the games to PC, yeah, that would be fantastic. And, they, and, and I'd be in. So they they have to they had to have seen those numbers kind of drop a little bit after mm-hmm. the from PC when people played the big games and they were done with them they were done. Yep. So yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to see. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. All right, so we uh, sneak peeked it with uh, Game of Warmer's faulty link there, but um, for Call of Duty colon Modern Warfare the new Call of Duty Modern <laughs> Warfare this is not a remake. This is not Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, right? This is the new one. Um, Where does October it take place? 25th, I don't know. Does this take uh, place four, four games before Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's technically Call of Duty negative one. Oh, it'll be negative. Um, so, right. Wait. Whatever. So, uh, it is going to have cross-play across all consoles. Um, and so, PC. So, it's going to be multiplayer only. Uh, well, the multiplayer, the team plans for Modern Warfare to be played together across PC and console through crossplay support. There is ambiguity, ambiguity in that, right? Ooh, that's funny. Um, but I believe we've heard that this game has single player mode. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I do know that you know these games are kind of, uh, you know tucking their tick, their dick between their legs and running the other way when it comes to single player. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, there are there is a pretty big fan base that likes their single player. So mm-hmm. it, it's really weird for them to do that. They just need to get back and make better games single player. Mm-hmm. Like Black Ops was really good. They had a lot of fun little Easter eggs. Um, and moving even, like, was there any really good ones after that? 
like Black Ops started off real strong, mm-hmm. and then it, it just started to die down. But I don't know. They need a fresh idea. Mm-hmm. I think that'll help them out. I don't know if Modern Warfare is it. Okay. Ramp, ramp. October twenty fifth. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking of things, well, that was something that everybody was asking for. This is something that nobody ever asked for. But you're uh, getting it anyway. But they're going to deliver it to you, goddammit. Uh-huh. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is adding a VR mode. I believe the update's already Thank live. Um, all it is is you just have the ability to look around the level. And they, they recommend that you play it with um, you know, computer-controlled characters fighting each other. Because if you try to play while you're doing this, it's, you're going to get fucked up. You will die and throw up. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, it's kind of where you're located. Yeah. Um, because the, it, if you're moving your head around, if you, like, kind of, like, straighten your back up and your eye level's higher, mm-hmm. or if you kind of slouch and your eye level ends up lower, yeah. you're not going to have that, like, straight view on where you are. So, it, yeah, it would be really hard to play this. And I can't wait to see people trying to play this. Yeah. Uh, in the VR mode. So, yep, no one asked for this. Just go play it normal. We don't need hmm. the labo to, uh, you know, throw up and everything. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, we'll go ahead and move right on past that, and we'll jump into uh, something that actually... Uh, Unexpected and cool. Unexpected. Like, this was one of the most exciting things for me this past Mm -hmm. week. Um, So, this past week, uh, we ended up getting this. Uh, Laren.com. Laren is the the studio behind Divinity. Yeah, Divine Divinity. Divinity. Uh, And Divinity 2. Those guys are the... Um, a spiritual successor with the, their Divinity games to uh, Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, did a fantastic job. This game is really good. Like they they outdid themselves a little bit on how fun and you know it's it's difficult. Your actions have consequences and your choices have weight. And it's yeah, it's it's super well done. Um, so they on their site they have uh, uh, just a three. It's mm-hmm. a Roman numeral three, real big, right in the middle. You can't do much else. Um, it's all you need. And uh, everyone's like, "Oh shit, they're gonna make Divinity three. Uh, but with a bit of digging, um, we start to see uh, a few other things. So it. As per this Kotaku article, some clever HTML snoops by uh, you know, specific like Twitter users, um, and it was confirmed by Kotaku, uh, leads to a whole bunch of hints that Baldur's Gate 3, uh, officially licensed from Dungeons & Dragons maker Wizards of the Coast, mm-hmm. um, has, a, uh, you know, has something here. Um, the original game came out... Uh, or the original Baldur's Gate trilogy ended in 2001. Well, yeah, yeah the original trilogy was two games. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's um, really, yeah, I think that's just a typo. I don't know. Well, well, what? I mean, they were always trying to make a third, and they just never got approval. And, you know, Bioware went on to make Dragon Age Origins, which is a spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate. 
What was the... So there was Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 Dark Alliance. Yep, and then the... the Oh, the Dark Alliances were different games. Those were console ports that had different play styles and different stories and everything. Okay. The, uh, the Dark Alliance games were totally different. Okay, I thought maybe the Dark Alliance was considered. I don't know. I don't know. Um, there is the Siege of Dragonspear, but that's DLC. That's not a full game. We'll get to but that yeah, later. Just basically, the you know you know the punchline is um, this could go either way. Uh, this and I imagine we'll hear something about this uh, this next week um, because who the hell puts up a teaser uh, like a week a week and change before E3 without saying something at E3? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see him. <laughs> so w- yeah, we'll, we'll see him. Um, it's gonna be rad. I'm really excited. Either way, whether it's uh, Divinity Three or Baldur's Gate Three. It, it's a little soon to be making Divinity 3. Um, yeah, Divinity 2 came out on consoles uh, September. Yeah, let me. I'm grabbing the original dates right now. Um, well, it's Divinity Original Sin 2. Yep. To be completely um, accurate here. Came out September 2014. Or September 14th, 2017 mm-hmm. on Windows. Uh, PS4 console came out. Uh, August 31st, and then it hit Mac on uh, January 31st. Uh, nope, it's supposed to be coming out on Mac January 31st. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. It did come out on Mac January 31st. So, like, okay. uh, early this year. Um, huh. So, yeah, like, all of them are out. They all came out within, uh, like, six months of one another, basically. So, um... oh, no, no, they didn't. My bad. Damn, it took them a long time to get this console, didn't it? I don't know. September 14th, 2017. I mean, they're a relatively small team, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they've grown by quite a bit, though. Mm. Uh, August 31st, 2018 is when it hit console. So it was out for, uh, you know, almost a year. Mm-hmm. Damn. And then it took uh, another, like, six months to get it out on Mac after that so um yeah if you haven't checked out divinity original sin 2 um just a really really super fun role-playing game with a lot of different characters that you can make um where everything does kind of hold uh you know a little bit of weight to what you're doing uh when pacey and i originally started playing hey let's make undead characters we'll make the undead version of our characters from original sin uh Mm. And then you find out that poison will heal them, and healing will hurt them. And it's the flip side if you have humans as your other two characters. Yeah. Uh, so if you get poisoned, half your party is getting damaged. If you get healed, the other half of your party is getting damaged. Uh, it's dangerous and fun, and you know there's a lot of cool builds to be made. And it's, yeah, it's a good time. Um, so yeah, pretty much. Uh, one of my most anticipated things now just popped up over the past like couple days. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of more, speaking of Baldur's Gate, um, Baldur's Gate, uh, Icewind Dale, Neverwinter Nights, and Planescape Torment um, Hell yeah, baby. is making its way downtown. Walking fast. Um, pretty fast. Uh, expected to release on September 27th, uh, 
you know, across um, consoles, except Neverwinter Nights, which will be made available on December 6th, 2019. Um, so you'll have Baldur's Gate, the Enhanced Edition pack, which will come with Baldur's Gate, Enhanced Edition, Baldur's Gate 2, uh, Enhanced Edition, and all of the respective DLCs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll even get uh, the Dragon Spear expansion that you were talking about. Um, yeah. Developed by Beam Doggy, which is fun to say. Hell yeah. Um, and then you get uh, Planescape Torment, Enhanced Edition, Icewind Dale, Enhanced Edition Plus uh, expansions in one pack, mm-hmm. and then Neverwinter Nights Enhanced Edition, which includes 10 standalone D&D based adventures uh, featuring co op and online multiplayer. That's dope. Each pack uh, running you $49.99 or your regional equivalent. Um, so yeah, uh, they've updated. Beamdog has taken uh, reins on this. They've updated uh, all the titles to support HD optimized uh, console controls, um, new customization possibilities, an online multiplayer mode, and a redesigned interface, um, plus some other neato things. Um, so yeah, uh, this is pretty cool. Um, so it looks like like us uh you know fans of the you know classic um like role-playing games like Baldur's gate or champions or uh even if you're a fan of the newer divinity um you know have some stuff to look forward to and uh you know some old nostalgia to look back on and enjoy in kind of a new way Mm -hmm. so it's pretty cool Yeah, it's, it's kind of shocking that the stuff's coming out again. I mean, these were, like... This is when PC gaming and console gaming really diverged in this, like, late 90s, early 2000s era. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting that all that stuff's all coming back together. Um, you know, we've kind of seen, especially with the uh, the enhanced editions and the, the remakes of, you know, the Baldur's Gate games, Icewind Dale, Planescape, they've done, like, relatively good. Uh, just uh-huh. in general sales so to see them again coming to console to a group that really not only may never have played it but may never have had the opportunity to play you know what i mean yeah I, i'm really interested to see how these even play on console because that, that could be kind of tough potentially yeah definitely um, um i mean it i mean primarily i look at these as things that you would play with a mouse and keyboard right um and think about like how you would actually work that on a controller you know it's like if you've never played um it would it's almost the equivalent in my mind to like if you were to take an mmo and put it on the controller and try to have every key Mm -hmm. like thing that you can do keyed to a what one of the like uh Uh, yeah, like 23 buttons that you have on the controller yeah. altogether. <laughs> uh, and that's including pressing up, yeah, down, clicking left, sticks, and right. Clicking up, down, sticks. left, right. right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even on the, uh, can, like, the joystick. Like, pressing mm-hmm. forward and then back on the joystick. Oh, okay. And then, of course, the D-pad. I yeah. mean, there's not a lot of buttons there. So, it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so we had some preemptive Pokemon news coming ahead of this Pokemon Direct. 
when was that directed again? Was that the ninth or is it the fifth? I think it's the fifth. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. It is the fifth. So June fifth, you can expect the. You can expect a uh, Pokemon Direct, but ahead of that, uh, we got some news about some other stuff. Um, did you actually look into all this? I haven't looked into all of it. Yeah, I know. I don't know a ton about a couple of them, but I, I definitely got the, you know, the uh, elevator pitch on what all of them are. So um, we're starting out with Pokemon Home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a. It's basically. Pokemon Bank, but on your mobile phone, and it should work with um, all Everything, current right? Pokemon games, including Pokemon Go and the upcoming Sword and Shield. Yeah, um, so, so it's just it's putting all that stuff in a in a universal place rather than um, you know the the separate Pokemon Bank app. So the Pokemon Bank will feed into it, Go will feed into it, the Let's Go games feed into it, and uh, Sword and Shield will feed into it. Right. Right. So, you know, it's really good, and that's some really good fan service that the Pokemon Bank feeds into it, because, you know, that's, it's important. Some of these people have been collecting literally every Pokemon forever. Right. Um, and, you know, as soon as the bank came out, they started that. So instead of restarting that, saying, oh, well, all that's lost, and, you know, you're going to restart, you know, with Pokemon Home, um, just feed it right into it. And I think, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you'll be able to trade Pokemon, uh, within home as long as you have a smartphone with you. Um, so that's pretty cool. You can actually just swap with friends just via your phone Mm -hmm. from your bank. Um, it's very smart. So it's set to launch, uh, early 2020 for iOS, Android, um, and Nintendo Switch, Pokemon Sword and Shield are set for the late this year. So you can kind of get a leg up, um, on collecting for Sword and Shield and uh yeah yeah um be ready (laughs) so next kind of interesting one i don't know too much about um a mobile game uh pokemon masters so um let's see it's working with uh d d n a d e n a uh which has worked with nintendo before on a couple things um so it's a uh it's gonna star a bunch of the gym leaders and elite four members that you know from the other games mm-hmm. and uh basically it was this was just a tease but it seems like it's kind of got some more traditional pokemon mechanics um with the like the battles uh choosing particular you know attacks and type layouts that'll you know that's basically what they're going for kind of a more traditional uh, i hear it's kind of like a gotcha game um but yeah. there's really not a lot on record here to know exactly what it's doing. Um, it, I, I do see that it's saying that um, it that the game will utilize familiar faces from across the game, mm. uh, the Pokemon franchise, um, that were a little bit underutilized. So that's pretty cool. Um, it's uh, it's saying that it's looking like all of the Pokemon will be up in this bitch. Um, so that's pretty big. Let's see a, let's see a quick, I don't know if this is going to be like a trailer, just, okay, we got a little bit right here. Um, so, I mean, it already has, um, like, 
the style of um, like what you'd expect from like a th- like a better than a 3ds game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's yeah, it's pre- it looks pretty close pretty to close Let's to Go. S- yeah, like the Switch. Yeah. Um, God, I want launch. Brock to give me a rock solid rock slide. Whoa! He goes like straight Super Saiyan for a he second. Really does. He like <laughs> who's trying to blast off here? Is it him or is it? Um, I'm about to see Brox's Onyx. But yeah, it looks like you can have your Pokemon, uh, of course, out there with their um, with their moves, some healing mm-hmm. powers, um, and it looks like you kind of set up your team based on your. Uh, character selection i'm not sure exactly yeah i mean it it looks like everybody only has one attack yeah but they do have slots for other things they have one attack potions uh some kind of special in the middle yeah something special in the middle and then a uh, two other open slots yeah um they're probably just what we're looking at is three on three um and having pokemon from across the you know Across the generations, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see, like, a Drifloom. We see an Onyx and a Pikachu. Snivy. Um, Snivy, yeah. Um, um, whatever that fire bird chicklet is. Is that what that is? I, I don't know. I, I thought think that so. was that little cricket. I don't think it... I can't tell. It, I don't know. It might It might be. Like, were you thinking Torchic? No. I think it's um, like... The... The new bird that evolves, the new Pidgey that evolves into a fire type eventually. Um, yeah, I was thinking it was this boy here. Boy. Bug, Pokemon, Cricketot, Cricketot, Cricketot. It might be. I'm trying I don't to know. look up and even what I'm even thinking of. So I don't know the newer ones' names very well. It could be Cricketot, that as well. Fucking. Okay, hold on. I'm loading my Pokédex. Uh, oh, shit. He's busting out the Pokédex, ladies bussing and gentlemen. Busting out. Busting out. Oh, fuck. I don't have it. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God damn it. All right. So, um, yeah, we'll learn a little bit more about this. I believe they were saying uh, launching this year at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, this uh, calendar year. Yeah. Yep. Um, so this is something pretty cool to look forward to. We were also uh, heard a little bit about uh, it was like Pokemon Rumble. Um, yeah, we heard about that even a week or so before this. So that's a. Uh, now, if you really wanted to hear about some dumb shit, are you ready to hear about some real dumb shit? Because we got Pokemon, Pokemon Sleep. Sleep. Um, it's in addition to Pokemon Go. Yes. Um, and Go Plus, um, I believe yes. it'll be integrated directly into Go Plus. Well, Go Plus Plus. The Go Plus is no longer going to be supported as of the end of next month. <laughs> oh, right, So right, thanks right. a lot, assholes. Yeah. But yeah, the new Plus Plus uh, tracks <laughs> your sleep. Double down. Yeah. Um, so basically it does what a, like, almost like what a Fitbit does. <laughs> right, yeah, my Where watch it, already does this. Yeah, it, it already tracks, you know, um, like your Fitbit can... Flights of contract flights of stairs, steps taken, yep. um, distance traveled, um, and also your downtime. So how long you're resting in between uh, activity? Yeah, um, and it can it can tell like um, and even like heart like heart rate. It can tell how yeah if you're in uh, REM sleep or if you're in yeah. a light sleep or a deep sleep or whatever. So right, and I don't I really know this what is, this is adding. 
this is what this is trying to do. I don't know exactly what else it plans to do. Yes. Um, there were very few details that suggested that it would gamify sleep, Please just don't. like Pokemon Go, uh, incentivize leaving the house. Um, so, I, I I don't know. Maybe it'll um, count steps dependent on how long you sleep. Well, it's like... Or maybe it'll be like a feature like how... You remember when Pokemon had that... Uh, you could like pet your Pokemon and they have like a like an attitude yeah. toward you. Maybe yeah. the Pokemon's attitude... Maybe the Pokemon needs sleep. Yeah, I don't know. It's, and, it's interesting to like... They really didn't go into what it does. I mean, it's coming out in 2020, so they've still got plenty of time to work on it. But um, this could potentially kind of be a dangerous thing because it's like you know does it if i sleep for if i have like straight up like severe like chronic depression and i sleep for 48 hours in a row will i get a huge reward for that uh if <laughs> like the idea is it should just basically give you the best rewards if you sleep like seven to nine hours right because that's what's actually good yeah a, a healthy sleep uh schedule right is what it should be like rewarding yeah um so this whole press conference back on the 29th was very weird. Um, mm -hmm. Why they had a press conference for Pokemon before the Pokemon Direct, um, I don't know why they wouldn't have like kind of merged those two. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. But, um, but we're not done yet, uh, ladies oh, and no. gents. So we have uh, Pokemon Go plus the word plus and then the plus sign. Uh, we kind of talked about that a second ago. Yeah, that's the um, device itself. Yeah, you put it right up inside your butthole. Yep. And it tracks how deep of a sleep you're in. For sure. That's not correct. Don't put this in your butthole. Mm -hmm. Well, you can. If there's a butt plug version, too. <laughs> okay. Would that be more right, or right less expensive? expensive? I feel like that'd be more expensive. They'd have to make that. Right. I mean, it depends. It depends on the rigidity. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, um, so um, another, there was another Pokemon-based accessory that they talked about, which... I'm actually excited for this. Um, I'm afraid you will not be once you start looking at it. Uh, Original Stitch has partnered with the Pokemon company to make uh, Pokemon-like dress shirts. Yes. Um, unfortunately, they start at $100. That is my problem with it. That's my um, problem with it. So, I, I saw this probably about a month and a half ago. Uh -huh. They had this up. I, I saw like someone posted yeah, like check out the school shit, yeah. um, and they have basically the what is it like original 151 Pokemon. Yeah, all 151. Um, all different dress shirt patterns, and mm -hmm. some of them are really good. Like I'm yeah. a really big fan of the um, like Ghastly one. Yeah. Has like little tombstones all over it and little Ghastlies. Yeah. Not too big of a fan of like Gengar. Haunters, okay. Um, but they have some really wild ones, like uh, uh, Primate. His is kind of mm -hmm. hard to see, but it's yeah, still pretty cool. There's a lot of them that are kind of, like, it, they start getting really vague, I guess. Like obscure. Yeah. yeah. The coughing uh, one's really good. The coughing mm -hmm. and wheezing one are both really good. Vile the tongue one fucks me up. Vileplume's pretty cool. Uh, uh, let's find Lickitung. Oh, so Jesus, God. Fucked up together. I hate Lickitung. Yeah, the Lickitung one's disturbing. Oh, dude, I like it. 
Dude, the Gyarados one's amazing. That one's so good. There's a Surf and Pikachu on the Gyarados one. Uh, the Magikarp one's pretty alright. Yeah, Magikarp was pretty good. The Damn. Ditto one is really oh, good. Yeah. The Ditto one is just Ditto as all the other Pokemon with his dumbass Ditto face. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's good. But yeah, they. Uh, this is just, for right now, it's just way too expensive. Yeah, um, and I, I really wanted to get one of these. I, I, like, crafted up the whole shirt. Which one's this Paisley one? Oh, it's Arbok. Yeah. That's pretty sick. I'd never buy that, but that's cool. <laughs> I, I would really things. love to just have a Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle. Just to cycle those out at work. Just yeah. totally just dunk on all the dorks I work with. What up, nerds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty tough. But three hundred dollars for three shirts yeah. plus shipping. Yeah, and that's like, for so that uh, are they all just flatly a hundred dollars? I mean, even the like the Hawaiian shirts. I believe so. I mean, I was just gonna get like Hawaiian shirts because I don't give a shit if you wear long sleeve shirts. Yeah, yep, a hundred dollars still. Yeah, that's so tough. It's too much. Yeah. Man, and there's a lot of good ones, so it's too bad. I wonder how their sales are, are like, how they're finding their sales. Um, yeah. I do look for these prices to drop and us to, like, if, if they drop the, these prices to, like, 50 bucks and then they run a sale, mm-hmm. they will make so much more money. Yeah. I'll buy, I'll buy three of these right away. Right. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. They need to think, man. That's tough. Which one is that? That is Hydra. Oh, Cedra, yeah. Or Cedra. The Cedra yeah. one's really good. Yeah, I mean yeah, a lot of them. Good. They're they're all like they're all really cool. Um, it's just tough that they're they're going such a weird, you know, massive expense, really yeah. massive expense. But I do wonder the quality of the shirt. Um, I mean that that is another thing. I mean, I've oh, I bet it's some, about as good as it gets. Yeah, I picked up some pretty shitty uh, like button. Uh, what, are they button up or are they button down? It's fucking button what all around. They, if you know, what, if you're getting crazy, they're button everywhere. Yeah. Okay. That 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 uh, Snorlax one. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Yeah, the Snorlax one's pretty good. That was real good. All right, we have to move on from this. Or we're gonna be here <laughs> I could sit here for a while. Just looking at I'm, all I'm just running around customizing my shirt, but dude, a hundred fucking dollars though. It's just it's too much. Like I'm not like a senator over here, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> but they are really good. I would love to just have all these prints as like posters and just decorate my whole house with them. Oh, wait, where's a uh, um <sighs> Cubone? I bet the Cubone one's pretty good. Yeah, I want it to be like super good. Have I went too far? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember where he shows up in the original decks. Yeah. Cubone's after Mankey. He has to be after Mankey. I thought he was before Mankey. Is he? I thought Cubone was around. Right after, uh... and none of them That's are named. So you have to look at it and figure out what it is, which is kind of rough. Yeah. Again, considering I'm paying a hundred fucking dollars for a shirt, you need to just show me what the fuck I'm buying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, have it extra labeled. Have way more labels than necessary. But the... I, I don't know how I'm missing this. It has to... Like, it has to be close to it. What is that one? Let me look up Cuba. I'll get an exact number for you. 
God damn it, Bulbapedia, just give me the fucking numbers. Number Cubone is number one oh four, so he's toward the bottom. Oh he's man. right after Executor. Right after Executor. Yeah, he's in between Executor and uh, Hitmonlee. Hitmonlee, I did see it. Did see that one. Hitmonlee. So it's that white Wait, one with the little cue bones on it, yeah. Yep. The Marowak one's kind of lame. Oh, yeah, that's weak. Damn, I wanted that to be cooler. Yeah. Eh, well. Still alright. We wasted all of your time, and I hope you're happy Perfect. About that. Now go buy seven of them for $100 go, each. Yeah. Yeah, did you get your tax <laughs> refund back? You can buy five t-shirts. <laughs> you can buy five whole t-shirts. Hawaiian shirt. If That's you're going to go all out, you might as well just buy the dress shirts because they're all the same price. So just get really nice dress shirts. Good to go. I'm going to get dress shirts, but they're all just going to be like... Farts. The fat, like the fat stupid looking Pokemon. <laughs> That's funny. The hypno. Uh, I mean, some of like them. I think some of them are just way too subtle. Hitmon Lee's real bad. That yeah. Terrible. The Hitmon. The Hitmon Lee one's really terrible. Hitmon Chan is that one equally bad? It's yes. not. It's a little better, but not a little better. Much. <laughs> not enough. I would say. All the stoners out here walking around with coffee on their shirt. <laughs> Gotta cough to get off, bro. <laughs> puff puff this. Mister Mime. Okay, I would that's rather not, get AIDS than see Mr. Mime. That's not terrible, though. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's... Jesus. <laughs> that's that's bad. <laughs> it ain't good. I can I've tell you it ain't too good. long, Dude, and I'm still taking fuck, people's time. I'm just how the monologuing. fuck did they make a Jinx shirt? This is the most racist shit to ever be made. <laughs> oh, what's Zoltion look like? Is that one good? If you wear the Jinx shirt and somebody says, hey, I love Nicki Minaj, you just have to fucking leave. Yeah. The Jolteon well, one's not great. Yeah. The Flareon one's one pretty might good. Be, Ditto one might be one of the better ones. I, I, I honestly think the Ditto one's amazing. Yeah. That one's super good. And <laughs> so is Snorlax. Yeah, the Snorlax, Snorlax one's, one's really good. The legendary birds, they're all terrible. Yeah. Man, I haven't even liked Dragonite. It's really funny how the something. the software builds the shirt. It like sometimes it will create the inside of the shirt and then the collar and then the outside. It's kind of funny how it loads. That one's pretty bad. Yeah, just the starters. I would get one of each of the three starters and wear that, and then get a pocket with one of their evolutions on the pocket fabric. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good way to go about it. I, I think I would go for. We do. I would probably go with some of my favorite ones. Like, yeah. I might, I don't know, Viaplume is just a little too much. I might go Gloom and mm. then get a Viaplume pocket. Right, that's what I was thinking. Get the uh, get the really busy shit on the pockets. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely get that Ghastly one, though. Yeah, the Ghastly one's, one's good. super fucking cool. Ghastly one's really good. I like the Nito. The, all the Nito runs are good, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're subtle in the right way. Yeah. Dude, the Arbok is too much. <laughs> it's well too much, but the man, the color scheme is super good though. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They did it. They did a great I job on almost all of these. The butterfree ones, like a paint by numbers that yeah, that you I only finished a part of. Jesus, 
the visual damage that that would cause somebody to look at might be worth it. <laughs> we're uh, we're going to be shooting a news report. We're going to have to ask yeah, you to permanently your blind your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> take off your shirt or leave. Yeah, or both. Is what? What? What is that? That the eradicate one is fucking terrible. Yeah, that's not good. Oh man, it's it's funny though. Radicate's a hoe too. Why the fuck so, does he have a house? Are they implying that Radicate just has a house? <laughs> what? Why does it matter? Nobody else has a fucking house. Oh man, I think he just Radicate's he, a homeowner. He Radicate's a fucking landlord. Rattata like is in your basement and you just can't get rid of him no matter what you do. And Radicate is the fucking he owns your house. The Diglett one is. I really want to see the like super oh buff, like ripped Diglett that lives underground. Like a the rest of his body Diglett. is just massive. <laughs> what does Doug Trio look like? Ooh, that's kind of cool. Doug yeah, Trio is very like, like modern. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a modern art shirt. Yeah. Look terrible. Burp, 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 burp. Looks like a subway map. What is. What does Arcanine look like? He's leaving. He's, <laughs> he's mad shitting. He's getting out of he's here. He's ripping fab vape clouds and taking mad shits. That's all he did, oh, baby. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it really is fun, isn't it? No, that's polyrath. That, just, just the fun you have of setting all these up is worth I, the uh, 100 bucks. I Yeah, I, I can't believe that people are still tuned into our show at this point. <laughs> just grim. Oh, dude, that's pretty good. Alakazam. What's the Alakazam one? Oh, that's interesting. I like the little icon. It's it's yeah. really good. Yeah. You saw Detective Pikachu, right? I did not see Detective Pikachu. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Okay, well that's... I, I was I'll, saying I wanted to go see it last night, yeah. but... We I'll use that. that to force us into something else to get us off topic, because they have announced that there is going to be a Detective <laughs> Pikachu game coming to Switch. Dude, the Machamp one's really good. The, 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 the whole Machop really line good. is good. Damn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Detective <laughs> Pikachu, um, it was supposed to be episodic, but only the first episode came out in Japan, and the rest of the story is still on wait. The second episode uh, came out with an English localization around that time, an intention to release the now popular Detective Pikachu movie. Today, they announced a Detective Pikachu game for Switch. So there was an original Detective Pikachu that came out in Japan only. The second Detective Pikachu game in Japan was released in English, also. Then there was the Detective Pikachu movie, which is non-canonical to the Detective Pikachu games. Sure. And, uh, yeah, we're getting one on Switch now, so I'll probably pick that up. I'll have to see when... a little bit more about what the actual gameplay is, because I'm not, you know, 100% sure, like, what the style of game is. I remember it not being very popular on the 3DS in, in the U.S., but uh, I'd be interested to see. A little bit more. Yeah, I, I mean, but the real question is, when are we going to get the actual voice of Detective Pikachu? Mm-hmm. I mean, when is uh, Danny Dorito mm-hmm. going to be the voice of the Pikachu that we all need? Yeah. Probably not going to happen. Interesting. All right. So, why don't we go ahead and get off this Pokemon hype, because we're going to talk no. about uh, I'm going back I, to the shirts right now. We're, we're going back. We're going back, boys. Yeah. Everyone back to the shirts. Back All to right. the shirts. 
All right, we'll go with a Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Yo, these uh, they have like a separate men's and women's section. It's gonna be basically the same thing, but the women's like chest is let out a little bit more, right? What side I do mean, you get your pocket? They on? look is your identical. Pocket usually on the left or the right? Uh, usually on the left. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, you're is right. Is that opposite on uh, women, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. What, what, what does it say? Regular fabrics. I don't know why it says that. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, you can... There's also just, like, a blend that you can get. That's, like... It doesn't... It's it's not the uh, Pokemon style. Which is what like they that. normally offer on their, on their site. But why the fuck am I going to pay fucking $100 for a Glimmer White shirt that I can just go to fucking Walmart and get one for two dollars and i just all i have to do is swap it out every third time i wear it <laughs> oh i'm i'm on the pocket right now son of a bitch yep. yep all right all right everything's fine that is cool that you can make the pocket different than the shirt yeah where's uh like how do you move to the shirt uh oh you have to go all hit save Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, if you go off, you lose it. Fair. It goes away. There we go. Wait, maybe. I might not be doing this right again. Yeah, Save. now you're on the shirt. Pocket. We'll do left pocket. Can we just do Haunter, right? Or whoever. I don't know. Get without wheezing, baby. Got a coffin to boys. get off in. First you oh, puff, and then you wheeze, you know what I'm saying? First you do. You, yeah, you puff, and then you wheeze. <laughs> Where's puffing? Oh, dude, that one's pretty sick. Oh, yeah, that is good. You go the, the, that one's actually pretty good. Because people be like, oh, it's Pokemon, I get it. They wouldn't necessarily yeah. know that it's Voltarb. And then you got some exploding. Damn. Some good a lot shit of options here. here. Some good a lot shit of options out here, boys and girls. On the dress shirts and stuff, you can customize the collars too. Oh, really? Yeah. Different color collars? I guess. I don't know. I, I looked at it real briefly. Let's check. We'll do dress shirt. Oh boy, let's get that thick ass neck. <laughs> yeah, I got a big fucking neck out here. <laughs> I like to have a loose neck. I don't like my shirts to like. I, I like. It feels like you're being choked by a midget. I really don't like to be slowly <laughs> choked by a weak midget all day. <laughs> yeah, base fabric, outer collar, inner collar, outer cuff, inner cuff, pocket, outer pot, outer something. So much going on. Oh shit, son. Oh shit, son. Uh huh. Inner collar. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Cuff links. Outer placket. What the fuck is a placket? That's the shit that runs right down the middle that the buttons are on. Oh. Damn. Ooh, that one's not great. But that's what we're doing. Oh, God, that's so bad. <laughs> that's so terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't wipe my ass with this $100 shirt. <laughs> Oh, the Ivasaur band, the placket, is really good. Yeah, that's, that's amazing, dude. That's the one. 
I would rock that at work. I think you just have to do the cuffs too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that's yep. the one. Yep. Right yep. there. Yep. Yep. Not terrible. Ah, oh, okay. Let's get the fuck off this. Alright. So Alright, so um, actually let's save uh let's save that Kojima release for last. Yeah, we'll go right on into your Mortal Kombat news. Yeah. Uh so with Mortal Kombat, uh, they have confirmed that not only are we getting Shang Tsung, who is... Uh, Everybody Shang Tsung tonight? Possibly the best fucking character in the game. Um, <laughs> because he can be ev- like every character. He can mm-hmm. shapeshift. So you'll see him shapeshift into smoke. Uh, you'll see him turn into... I think that's Ermac vape. in red. Um, yeah, they should have updated vape. smoke to vape. Ooh, that would have been a bold choice. He can kind of channel all of the original combatants. All mm. of the ones who all look the same. Smoke, Rain, Scorpion, Sub-Zero. Um, he can channel all of those all of those fighters. Um, and he can also steal the power of the combatant that he's fighting against. Mm. Um, so if you're fighting against Raiden, you can become Raiden. Um, That's cool. Oh, Reptile, though, is so good. That's it, Bringing him into the game almost brings every other character that is missing into the game yeah that's the that's the goal of what they're doing with him i'm sure yeah yeah well my question is if you can transition into any other character how do you like control that when you're changing yeah that's a good question you can change your uh characters like base moves okay so you just kind of select a couple you select the ones that you want your character to play you want them to play as best Um, that's cool this is badass. So his finisher, uh, he shoots like a soul orb into the chest. It blows a hole. Uh, two arms come out, really muscular. Uh, and then two other arms come out and rip the first arm, the arms off of the character that he's like inside of. And then he just rips the chest in half. And it's mm. Kentaro. That's cool. Yeah, super cool. Um, so that's what is coming out in the first Mortal Kombat pack. Um, you'll also be getting Nightwolf. Uh, Sindel, oh, yeah. who is the flying screaming, uh, as well, Spawn. Um, so those are what's announced so far. Two more guests to be revealed. You'll Spawn. also be picking up uh, the skin and gear with each DLC character and 19 additional skins in general. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's not too bad uh, for this first uh, combat pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also get week one uh, exclusive access, uh, like early access. Um, so down the road, this is something I definitely want to pick up. I enjoyed the story. Yeah. This Mortal Kombat, I think I agree with a lot of the other places. Um, it is one of the best Mortal Kombats uh, of all time. And that's really weird to say 11 Mortal Kombats in. Yeah. Uh, more Plus than some Kombat. several spinoffs, yeah. Right, right. So... Um, Keith David oh, back has spawned too. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I didn't even know that. So <laughs> Hell yeah. they're like swinging their big dicks out here. Getting that's what um, I'm known too. Um, what's his name? Carrie Tagwana, who was reprising his role from the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie oh, adaptation, yeah. Yeah. who is literally Shang Tsung in the game too. Um, which he was in the main game for a brief stint. You go to Shang Tsung's island and you can like move around there. Um, but yeah, making he's fully the character is super good. That's awesome. Um, 
But on top of that, some of the additional characters, the two additional guests, there are hints that Ash from the Evil Dead series uh, may be in there, as well as the Terminator. Arnie! So, I don't know. We could get some really interesting... They, they go a weird direction with uh, the Netherrealm games, you know? Yeah. like They always have a ton of fun on it, it seems like. Yeah, at the end, they're just like, let's just... Uh, whoever we can get licensed to put in yeah. this game, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. You can turn into Rain, Reptile, Ermac, Smoke. And then he can also assume the form of his opponent. Oh, yeah. Also, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, and Noob Saibot. Mm. Good God. Yep. That's that's good stuff. I'm terrible at this game, but uh, <laughs> that's fine for me because I'm really into what they're doing with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So let's move on to this last article that we had that we're kind of saving a little bit. Um, yeah. We've we still understand nothing about the game, pretty much. Um, and Wait, this is this is the most. Uh, this is the most that we've got out of it. Though. Yeah. Uh, Kojima um, talking about death uh, death stranding. Um, not only the game, uh, like what you know, showing off what we're doing, some things we haven't seen yet, but also a release date. Um, yeah, that's the shock. That was really shocking. So, uh, you know, it opens up with Norman Fetus, baby Norman, love it, Reedus, Bridge Baby, as we've baby. heard it called now. Um, and you see a point of view from a Bridge Baby looking mm-hmm. at Mads uh, as he's kind of monologuing. Um, Covering a little bit of blood. And they paint Mad's character in the game, or in what we have so far, in an interesting light. He's not maybe a bad guy. Um, it's hard to he's tell. He's been forced to do bad shit. Right. He, or he's chose to do bad shit. It, it, mm. I can't tell exactly what... Yeah, we still don't, don't quite know the relationship between most of the characters that they show off. But they, I guess with this trailer, they have announced pretty much the full cast. So it cuts to... Um, some more stuff from what we see as the main character, um, Sam Bridges. Uh, he's like riding around in the wilderness, and then he sees some of that time fall rain. Yeah, and uh, like a uh, a raven like falls to the ground and instantly like ages and dies. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on. From what we so see. he the, just the trailer jumps around. It's almost like a mini movie. Yeah, he just he's on his uh, he's on his. Um, motorcycle yep. and he's just hauling ass the other way um they show him in like the oval office mm-hmm. um yeah I, I there's so much going on with this trailer you really you have to watch it and you have to watch it with volume like yeah, watching yeah. us go over it you're not going to get anywhere near the impact i mean he had a really good song chosen to play um the trailer was edited by kojima himself mm-hmm. uh, yeah an older song by apocalyptica which is really cool um, but yeah, if you, yeah, if you know anything about Kojima, you know he has like he's so he's interested in everything, and he's so yeah. particular about everything he's choosing. Yeah. Um, so like I'll see him post something, um, like six months, and then you'll see it pop back up in like somewhere else, mm-hmm. like something about music or something about movies or something about you know something that he's seen in his everyday and then it pops back up somewhere in a game or something yeah um a trailer or you you see inspiration from it 
and uh, man, you don't see that too much anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, in general, people are always, like, because, like, this is kind of like the music industry, because music publishers got so big, like, Sony, Warner Brothers labels, like, stuff like that, they're so powerful that people are really afraid to sound anything like anybody else. And you'll hear stuff that's like, um, this was really big in, like, the 2000s, when it's like, oh, your guys' band kind of seems like it's inspired by so-and-so. And they're like, no, 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 that's not true. And you're like, uh, it seems like you guys are this, like, you're kind of like a, a new emo rock genre. And they're like, no, we don't define ourselves as genre. Like, everybody was so afraid of being compared to anyone, because it's, if you have a song that sounds anything like somebody else's song, they're going to sue the shit out of you. Yeah. You know? So, I think you see that a lot in all the entertainment industries, where it's like, we do not want to say that we're inspired by anything. We don't want to say that this is a retelling of so-and-so story. I mean, people act like Avatar's original. Everybody knows it's Pocahontas. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So, And by Avatar, I mean James Cameron's Avatar, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, people are so afraid to not be original. And Kojima's just straight up like, yeah, this is sort of a retelling of so-and-so. <laughs> He's like, I was really into this one thing at the time, so this is just basically an homage to that. <laughs> yeah. And it's so, really cool to see somebody that's just, he just wears his inspiration on his sleeve, you know? Yeah. So I mean there's so much going on with this mm. game. It's it it makes the clarity is starting to like starting to form. Like mm-hmm. you can I, I can understand Yeah, you're starting to see what uh, a minute in the life of playing this game looks like. Yeah, on on what is going on, but mm-hmm. I still have no idea on why the world is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Or what these enemies are that are, like, invisible? Yeah, so they, they talk a little bit about it, and I have I looked at, like, Kojima has shared more details than are just in the trailer, so it's kind of shocking that he just went out of his way to explain some stuff. Um, so the, the things that are floating, and they sort of have the umbilical cord, and they do the hand footprints and everything. Yeah. Um, those are called BTs, which stands for Beached Things. Beach so things. they're like stuck here from something else um and we kind of see it what appears like to be like a world war one battle yeah uh so they're maybe they're like angered spirits that are like look i'm not supposed to be around and when they see something alive they want to kind of get that it's kind of like the idea of like demons want to possess humans because then they can live in the world you know right that's kind of the vibe i get um and they're the the reason they're called beached is because the event that caused all this was the Death Stranding. And I don't know if this is one event or several events, but it's described as a reverse Big Bang. Um, Where instead of everything coming out of this point, everything's starting to come back into this point. Like things are starting to... Like multiple times are all overlapping on each other. And events are all playing out at the same time rather than at different times. And things are starting to go missing from the world... Um, things are starting to collapse back in. Um, so we sort of see, you know, we, we see the the main characters of the game sort of described and we see who they're going to be. Die hard all, man. They all look exactly like these people do in real life. Yeah, yeah. Which is they, like, They've got really shit-ass names too, which is extre- insanely Kojima, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like really cool stuff going on. They're, they're connecting to the bridge babies, which of course has to be related to the bridges company right which sam bridges right. family 
um, I guess Bridges, they're trying to, like, reestablish... Kojima said the theme of this game is connection. They're, they're trying to reestablish connections between people. Yes. Um, and it's really interesting to see where it's going. And they've said that uh, Sam, that you're playing as, does not die in a traditional sense. Um, when, when something happens to you, you'll get taken to a, a different type, like a different mode of the game. And if you die a lot, that will start to have consequences in the game. I guess that's sort of like the Sekiro idea. Mm-hmm. Um, there is not multiplayer, but players do play in an instance of worlds, and things will happen based on what other players are doing in your instance. Um, Mads Mikkelsen's character seems like he controls like four or five like zombies. Yeah, like a small army of undead yeah. World War one i mean these guys look a little more recent i guess but it's tough to say because like you can also just grab any skeleton from any era and put it in modern equipment right right (laughs) so uh yeah it's it's you know we still don't really know what's going on when the game has been out for 10 years we probably still won't know what's going on because this is kojima we're talking about so like um you know it seems really cool it seems like something i can get into because i really could not get into even like metal gear solid uh, what five was Phantom Pain? Um, it was just like too much history that I didn't understand. Me- too many like the mechanics have been building on themselves for you know twenty years at this too point. Long. Yeah, uh, it's just too much to to come into as a new person. So yeah, I'm excited it, it, to see this new start. It really is. At the end mm. of the trailer, we do see Mads as uh, like more of a man, more of a yeah. Scientist. We see him in He's... several like states, like even in the beginning. And, and when we see him the first time, he's kind of beat up. So yeah. this is probably his earliest version, right? Yeah, so I, I'm wondering, you're going to have a main character, but I think Mads is the main character in general. I think I think the story is about Mads. I agree yes. with you on that. Um, or whatever the fuck his guy's called. Yeah, Cliff? Think, yeah. Is it Cliff? Cliff. Um, so, yeah, you play as Sam, but then even deeper, I think really that you're playing as the baby that Sam has. Yeah, right yeah. like like that's you the guy taking care of you you control him indirectly sort of with the controller but he's going to do things that he wants right i mean right. you're going to see cutscenes play out it's not like in this game you're probably never going to see a screen where it's like well sam what do you want to do option a or option b and you choose right like right. that's just not really how kojima does it like no, you no, the things change based on gameplay not on story choice right um, like waiting for the old sniper to die of old age. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's, there should be some really cool stuff. It looks like this game's not super combat focused. Um, it looks like they're trying to, you know, it's more about like experiencing the vibe of the world that you're in. It seems like, yeah. um, you're like transporting this backpack and like shit falls off of it when you're attacked. So you have to recollect all your shit if you want to get it delivered on time or whatever. Uh, there's a lot of traversal delivered mechanics on going on. I mean, it looks really good. You're actually a uh, Papa John's employee. This is like a weird product tie-in. Not Papa John's! Damn, it's Papa Shacks now, right? It's Papa Smurfs, I think. (laughs) Papa fucking... (laughs) Papa Papa Nut on it. Papa Cap. Um, It's about to Papa Cap on Papa John. R.I.P., baby. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it seems uh, really cool. I really like what I'm seeing of it. Yeah, we're seeing so much. It looks so good. The criticism that I would have would probably revolve like around what we're seeing with combat 
it mm. does seem kind of more like uh, the surge in combat style. Oh, it seems um, super like it becomes super like gamey and hitchy when you get to the combat. Yeah, which is kind of funny because that could actually be intentional, knowing Kojima, because it's like, you know, we have the, um, like the game is so realistic. Everybody looks like the actor. It's not like they're playing a predetermined character and they just got a really good voice. Like the, the image is of the actor that's playing the character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like everything is so real and then you get into these combat modes and it's just totally gamey. That could actually be an intentional joke. It could be. So, uh, but yeah, it seems I, I, interesting. There's a lot of stealth. There's a lot of traversal. There's a lot of platforming. It seems like, and um, not, not the, like traditional platforming, but the know. thing that gets me is you're, if you're looking at the game du- during gameplay, during these little combat scenes, mm-hmm. you're seeing this amazing environment. You're seeing this right. really good-looking environment that has rocks, and uh, the enemies, they all look really well uh, like put together. Yeah. Like some of them have like little light spears. The design are, is like, really good, yeah, yeah. And so you're fighting them, but then you look off in the distance, and the, the draw is real weird. Uh, like you can see, you can obviously go to some, most of these places, I imagine. But mm-hmm. there's one spot. It's about uh, about the three minute mark. Okay. Um, and you can just see like a big, tall mountain that has mm-hmm. snow on it, and you're like, "There's no way I can get there." And then also in that distance, as the camera kind of turns and moves, you mm-hmm. see things that are kind of stuck in the air. They're black streaks. And I oh, that's, remember. Sorry, that. that's a that's actually my underwear in this guy. Yeah, yeah, that's actually yeah, that's just a, that's a close up underwear. That's probably part of the stranding, right? Yes, yes. So and they do they do mention too. They were like, um, "Is this about the Death Stranding?" And then there's like a line that says, um, "You know, they cause explosions or something like that." So like, when the Death Stranding events happen or, or single event or multiple events, it like permanently changed the world, right? Yeah. Um, which is cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it ultimately, like, uh, they have a really good line in there, too, that says, um, you know, well, we're trying to connect people. And he says, you put cable everywhere. In the, you covered the world in cable, and that didn't stop the explosions. That didn't stop the death. So it's like, you know, people being able to communicate does not make the world a better place. It seems like it does. And, you know, we what you end up with, I mean, it's, you know, I think it's, I think the, you know, Kojima's very, like, usually he's pretty obvious with what he's talking about when you look at the big picture. Like, Metal Gear Solid and five games plus spin-off games plus story games plus, like, animated comic book and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it really what it's saying is, like, war is bad, right? Right. It's like, people do horrible things to win and realistically we probably didn't have to ever start these things to be able to get to what we consider victory, right? Like, the real victory would be... Nobody has to die. Two places come to an agreement on whatever's whatever they're disagreeing on to begin with, and you know people have a better life afterwards, right? Right. So like so- the idea here seems to be like communication, being able to constantly see all the worst things happening in the world probably doesn't make the world a better place, right? Yeah. And like that's what social media really preys on the negative, and you know people talk about Twitter all the time, where it's like, you know, Twitter is spe- explicitly designed. It's not like, hey, we want to make things as negative as possible. It's just the, the format of what Twitter is automatically leads people to be negative on it because that's what works. That gets a feedback. That gets a result. It gets a lot right. of likes to, to like, 
you know, we're talking about call-out culture. We're talking about leaving shitty comments on people's stuff, like cyberbullying, just close the fucking computer, LOL. You know what I mean? Like, all that kind yeah. of stuff is because of the internet, which is cables that are laid all over the world. So it's it's really cool. I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely into the vibe. Like I'm I'm feeling the what the rock is cooking. I just need to. I'm smelling what he's. Cooking I just right I now. just need to put it in my mouth now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you will be able to put it in your mouth shockingly soon on November eighth. Yeah. Do you think that he's going to stick to that? Because usually he. I mean, I don't like Kojima games get delayed, but they don't. Like they're not delayed after a release date is announced. Usually, usually they say, "Hey, it's coming out May 25th." After it's already been delayed like a hundred times, and they just never set a release date. Yeah, I don't think he's going to back down on this one. Not yeah, on his that's first pretty title bold. from his new company. Right, and that's a lot. I mean, I was expecting this maybe next summer. Yeah, or, or maybe or next fall, realistically. But I, yeah, I, I do want to point out just like to me, this doesn't look good. Just that really <laughs> bright sky with that yeah. mountain, that like cut in mountain. It just doesn't seem real. Like, if you look on the right side of the screen, you can see the other... There's like a Yeah, it seems really gamey. Yeah. It just doesn't seem right. But you can see the strands moving mm-hmm. as we play. Yeah. They're falling. And it, I, I don't understand... Like, maybe those are places you need to go. Or maybe those are places you need to stay away from. I don't know. What. I don't know. Um, but I can't wait to see what the majority of the game... Well, do you see that, like, when game. he's in combat, there's, like, a rock... That's like glitching, glowing. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. has like a, a shimmer to it. Yeah, there's so much cool shit going on. I'm really excited to see where where it is exactly they're trying to go with it. You know, and the main character is constantly changing his look. Sometimes yeah. he's more uh, like dirty. Other times he's clean. Other times he's a little more uh, put older, together, younger, clean. I think I think we're going to be hopping through time a lot in this game. I mean, obviously, like we're, we saw the like World War One like ghosts and tanks and shit being created but i think we're not only going to hop through the time of like the history of the world but we're going to be hopping through time of this character's story yeah oh and you i believe you see his power too not just the power of the bridge baby um right around the four minute mark he crouches and you see the blinker start going off you see some shadows but then he uses this like echolocation the like pulse thing yeah it lights everything up so that's interesting and while he's walking when the camera spins around you see him put his hand over his mouth. Uh-huh. To, like, try to not be seen. And we saw that in one of the cinematic trailers. I wonder if that's a player-cued thing. Imagine if you have to hold a button to hold your fucking breath. Yeah. That's that's very Kojima. I could see that. Yeah. So I can't wait to see the fucked up stuff that he's doing. Like, <clears throat> this is... Um, like, I don't believe in the last Metal Gear he got to do exactly what he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't believe... Or we know that. Well, we know pretty sure that game, he said, yeah. He was the talking last to game that he went to try and make got completely canceled. Yep. So he didn't get to do what he wanted to do there. So here he's going to do exactly what he wants to do, uh, like in his own in his own way, and that's right. going to be crazy. It's it might be too much to be honest. Yeah. Um, if anything, I, I think this could be too Kojima. Oh, I don't too know Kojima. why I missed this part. The Which World part? War One uh, shooter, the like trench thing, shooting? yeah, yeah, the yeah. trench shooting. I- I've watched this trailer like eight times. And well, I've, I've also seen it. where um, Kojima has said, he said, uh, "That's very Metal Gear." 
you're really not going to want to like killing enemies should never be your first option and when you kill enemies it will make the world become darker so I wonder if each enemy you kill if Mads gets a new little buddy cause that'd be dope yeah and I, he's like kind of fucking you know, up I wanna know exactly where um I wanna know who the fuck uh, called that dude die hard man yeah I wanna know where he fits in cause I'm about to fucking come hard man all over that dude's fucking mask yeah this has the to fucking be... animated teeth are really good yeah or the mobile I don't know what you call that opposable teeth on them on the mask extremely good yeah Dead man. he has he has an interesting an interesting character uh yeah his fucking skull model. is open like he's got that cut along his entire like headline like somebody popped open that brain and took a little peek see do and checked yeah checked around yeah uh um, see what's up but yeah we've uh you know got pretty much all the details that we can get about this game mm-hmm. um up to this point, aside from Kojima literally walking out on stage and telling us the story of the game and how it works. Um, it, which even then would still be confusing, right? It would still like, be... He'd be like, well, I was listening to Megadeth. Yeah. They could literally just show, like... I don't, they could show, you know, 30 minutes of uncut gameplay just playing one mission or whatever you would consider. You know, one little play session of 30 minutes. Yeah. And... You'd still have no fucking clue what's going on. That's what I want them to do. I want them, before November 8th, to release a demo that's just going to confuse everybody. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did with uh, Phantom Pain. They did yep. uh, whatever the, the Echo Missions or whatever it was called. Frontlines uh, or... Ground Zero? Ground Zero. Yeah. Yep. That was something like completely different. Yeah. That was so, kind of a cool move, though. They'll Maybe probably do that. Scratch. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, pre-orders are now open for that. Uh, I think I've even seen collector's editions. I haven't got my eyes on them yet, though. Um, they're probably long since sold out, but you can go look at them. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see more of the, Jesus, all of the areas that you can go to. You yeah, know? I, I love, like, mountain scenes just fuck me up in games. I don't know what it is, but I just love the idea of, like, trudging through the snow in a video game. It just always gets me. Yeah. That's funny. Pasty is the complete opposite. He fucking hates it. He hates snow missions. Well, I really liked. Uh, I really liked the first um, Lost Planet. He hated the beginning of Red Dead. That's interesting. Just, yeah, the beginning of Red Dead really hooked my ass. Yeah, it was good. I, I liked it. It was a little. Uh, it was a little know, long. Unexpected and a little long, but it was good. I mean, the um, whole game was a little long, to be honest. All right. Do we want to go back to the shirts now or? I'm no. I'm gonna go there in my real life for you know three or four hours. My okay. Steam library number one most played game fucking Pokemon shirt Pokemon designer. Shirt. Pokemon with... shirt and they're gonna come up with pants. <laughs> Pokemon shirt and pants. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Pokemon khakis. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind on this shit. Oh man. Okay, let's get the fuck off of here so we're not bothering you guys with more Pokemon shirts and pants. Yeah. Um, if, uh, We're going to be trying guys... to do some more Borderlands, so possibly stick around for that. We'll we'll try to tweet and everything ahead of time, so you know. For sure. If you guys uh, get the chance, head over to uh, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Keep up with us. Chat with us. We like hearing from you guys. We've had a, a lot more engagement yeah. uh, the past couple of weeks. So that really is cool. uh, you know completely um, 
kind of up to you guys. And I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I like chatting with you guys. And I mean, you know, like, you and I, like, we'll always be able to talk about anything at any time. And everybody knows that at this point. But yeah. I would really love to have more. Like, you guys know I like to reference Grimm. And I like to reference a couple of the other people that we know are watching. So mm-hmm. the more people that we have to, like, you know, make fun of on the show, basically, the better. So... <laughs> Like, you know, write in. I We don't really check our, the email very much, but that's because we've never received a fucking email from anybody. I mean, people don't really email anymore, but, you know. Yeah. It's still, like, if you have a specific thing, like, hey, I'm really excited about Cat Quest 2, and you guys won't talk about it. What's up with that, fucking weebs? So, like, all of that shit's good. Make and sure you we, we would like, yeah, we want to integrate that into the show more. So, yeah. um, I think for that would be a great gift for our 100th episode next week. So, it's fucking hit us up, dude. <laughs> MammothGamesInc at gmail.com. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, hopefully that'll be changing, possibly even by next week. Yeah, we're trying to uh, set up the website and everything. We've been saying that for like a year, but we're actually really doing it now. Yeah. Uh, you know, so gotta have, have a year of detailed planning ahead of time. It, it, not detailed, <laughs> not scripted. It's just whenever we're, whenever yeah. we feel like it. Yeah. Um, so hopefully some cool stuff next week for the 100th episode. Come and hang out as well. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. You can yell at us over there. Uh, Call grim names. Do whatever you want. It's fine. Uh, it's Twitter. Um, and, uh, you know, know when we go live, do stuff like this. Uh, man, I was really hoping that we would have got a chance to uh, jump into Carbon. Yeah, they've released the full playtest. Um, I have it. I have it sitting right here. Yep. It ain't Just as, you know, everybody's schedule is weird. That's always the problem playing RPGs as an adult. Is that yeah. you don't know everybody's schedule <laughs> and everybody's schedule is, like, directly conflicts with everybody else's. And next week isn't good either. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm trying to schedule, you know, uh, Dragon Age live, like, in person with people. Two of the people that I work with, and then the other two are Shannon and somebody that she works with, and we can't even schedule among only two groups of people that all have similar schedules. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's uh, it's always tough. For sure. But we're trying to get into that still, so I guess keep an eye open for that if you're interested. That's that Carbon is, from what I've seen I've so been, far with the quick rules and everything, it's really cool. I've been looking at the book, and I'm really excited. So Okay. Um, but cool, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, you can always check out the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean.com uh, if you are watching this live. If not, and you are listening to the podcast, flip side. Come check us out on Twitch.tv. Uh, usually record uh, Sunday uh, mornings. Going into, you know, maybe 2 or 3 p.m. Uh, Some gaming usually after at some point. So, uh, again, thanks for hanging out. Uh, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. See you guys uh, next week on 100.